Hello, and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds, because there's two of us, and we're filthy, and we're nerds. You rearranged it, how dare you? You know I don't like things being out of order. I wanted to throw you off. How dare you try to throw me off? I gotta be honest, I I did it wrong, I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, oh, wait, wait, did you just do something wrong and then blame something else besides taking responsibility? Did you do that? I'm sorry. No, you, I did, did something wrong. Did you just not take responsibility wait, for your own I actions? Wait, I did something wrong and then I played it off like I intended to do it. But in reality, my brain lapsed and I, I just had this moment after I said it where I was like, oh, I, I, I did it to catch you off guard. And then I was like, Literally, my brain isn't even working enough to joke right now. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to spill the beans. Like, I got. That's good. What a great way to start our podcast. My brain isn't working enough to joke right now. We're so fucked. You guys, we made it all the way to the first Avengers. Holy shit. We've seen Iron Man. We've seen Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, of course. I'm just saying who we've met. Thor. We've met. Oh, I'm burping. I'm gross. I know. Oh, no. What have I become? Nicole, me, uh, <laughs> Captain America. It's all happening. And by the way, you can be here live as this is all happening in the front row. Patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Everyone's here. We're all talking shit between all of our breaks and sometimes right in the middle of the show. Uh, anyway. Let's kick it off. Yeah. I gotta so, be honest. The beginning of Avengers, very confusing to me. I you- actually went back and watched it again this morning. Cause you <laughs> Cause were I like, was like, I am so uncertain of what that whole like world was. I was like, who are these people? I don't remember. Like I kept hearing them say the name um, Chitari. And I was like, what? Or Chit- what? I think I said it right. I don't even remember. But these what you aliens call those are like, things. oh, the Tesseract. It's on Yeah, Earth. it opens on like really ugly aliens. And they're talking about the Tesseract, which we have just freshly heard of in Captain America. Uh, also, uh, someone said this, one of our patrons who is doing the movie watch, we also do movie watches. Everyone tunes in, we hit play at the same time and we chat along. Uh, there's lots of fun commentary, both from our mouths and going on in the chat. Someone else said this, which I had been thinking one of our patrons, Karina was like, when they say Tesseract, does that remind anyone else of a wrinkle in time? Which was one of my favorite books. And I was like, yes, the Tesseract which I think I reading that book I thought was just made up for that book. And now I'm like, are Tesseracts real things here? Is Tesseract just this thing that is like... Or did the person who wrote that the, book steal the it series, from... The Marvel series, did they take that from A Wrinkle in Time? Or did they change it to Tesseract because of laws where they didn't own all the... It doesn't matter. It was just fun to hear someone else say that because... There's not a there's not a ton of wrinkle in time stands, so that was nice. But anyways, they're so basically talking about the, the Tesseract the, and how it's those, been found on some, some little planet Earth, you know. And uh, they were like, "We've got a guy who's gonna go get it, an ally." Uh, and then once he gets it, then we're gonna go down there and fuck shit up and burn burn all the puny humans. Now at this point, like, did you know? I'm trying to think if I knew who they were talking about because I've seen some of the movies or if it was enough context. 
I didn't know. I had no idea. You had no idea. I had seen it too. And I just didn't remember that it was Loki. Yeah. No, I, I think that even when I saw this movie initially, I had my assumptions of like, the guy's, it's gotta be Loki, right? It's, it's can't be yeah. anyone else. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, maybe they were introducing someone else. Um, but they leave, they I leave it never, kind of ambiguous. I had never, I saw this movie. I saw Avengers, but I had never seen Thor. So I didn't know who Loki was. So I didn't know enough about even oh, Loki. Oh, you hadn't that. seen Thor. Yeah. Had you seen any of them before this? Yes. Or did you just see I've Avengers? Seen, I've seen all of them except for Thor. And, oh. Uh, I haven't seen Thor and I haven't seen, um, I actually had seen a little pieces of Thor, but n- nothing of substance. And then I had seen little pieces of, Captain Hulk, oh, Hulk, but yeah. not enough to know, but all the other ones I'd seen, but I, so in this, I was just like, I didn't remember who it was. And like, I didn't know that it was Loki, but you, you know, know what I, I, I like about these movies is that obviously there's nuggets and seeds that they plan of other movies, but I really think that you could watch so far, you could watch any of these movies and not be invested in the franchise and still go, that was a fun watch. Like you a thousand percent. And I think that's why it does well. Like they nailed. Mm-hmm. It's like it all feeds each other, but you can, you don't have to see all of them to enjoy no. one. And I think that's, because no. I also think that's a thing people do where, you know, like they want to jump in a series and like, well, if I don't have to see the rest, will it make sense? But it's like, it'll make enough sense. There's probably a couple It'll things. make enough sense. And I also think they establish like a new uh, conundrum each time. So for example, in this one, um, you know, you, the next scene is they're evacuating this base because this shield base, um, because the, they're doing something with the Tesseract there and uh, it's set on off alarm or something. And they're like, we need to evacuate this base. So we see Fury um, being like, get everybody out of here. He's talking to, uh, what's his name? Coulson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agent Coulson, the S.H.I.E.L.D., which is the government agency that mm-hmm. uh, the you know Avengers are kind of under. They're obviously mm-hmm. doing a lot of something's going on here. Part of a big mission. Um, so immediately we're in it. You don't need to know any backstory at this point. No, we see Dr. Eric Selvig, who, if you watched Thor, you know, is that same doctor who was working with uh, Natalie Portman's character. Mm-hmm. But he's he's poking around with the Tesseract, trying to, like, you know, experimenting, just being very sciencey. And he wasn't even fucking around with it when all of a sudden this, like, it, a power surge happens. And the Tesseract And they're activates. like, holy shit, what is going on? And at this point, I got to be honest, when we were watching it the first time, I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Why am I not following? First of all, I couldn't turn the captions on. And I think <laughs> this is one thing where it's like, you have to watch this with the, cap- the captions. So really? So I rewatched it this morning. Yeah, I can't. Because they say words... Like for example, the the alien scene in the very beginning, I couldn't I couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. It was like, I just feel like I was just gonna say I feel like needy with the captions can't because I mean people watched it movie theaters and now as I was saying that I was like, are they starting to play captions in movie theaters to be more accessible? I don't know because they don't normally have. I I need captions at this point because my hearing. I. I'm sure there will be, I am glad there are options for hearing impaired people. I'm sure I will be thankful for them one day when my ears have just decided to shut off the outside world. But you know what I don't like about captions is I stop paying attention to the movie. I am just reading, I'm reading the captions. Yeah. Like I don't get to see the magic of, of all, all the shots. I'm like not getting the beauty of the cinematography, but anyway, neither here nor there. 
the Tesseract is activated. It's like, oh shit, it's alive. How is this happening? We don't know what the fuck's going on. And it opens a fucking a wormhole. Oh, wait. Agent Hawkeye is there and says the deepest shit. He's like, whatever's happening with the Tesseract, he says to Fury, he's like, whatever's happened with the Tesseract, it's not happening on this side. And Fury's like, what do you mean this side? He's like, well, the Tesseract is a door to another universe. And doors open both ways. And then the Tesseract explodes, shoots a fucking beam, and then wham, Loki shows up with this torch thing in his hand oh yeah he's got like uh it's like uh the staff a staff like very you mentioned this before but like uh jafar thing but like he puts it's it's got a what is that thing called it's on the russian flag a sickle it's like a sickle yeah Uh it's it's like got a sickle ending and he puts it uh, on Dr. Selvig, who had been playing with it, and on Hawkeye. And we see mm-hmm. their eyes, like, glaze over. Mm-hmm. And now he, like, can control them. Mm-hmm. And along with their help, he manages to get the tas- Tesseract, escape. Our producer, Sam, wants us to know that it's called a scepter, not, what do we call it? A, a, a sickle. S- well, the point on the end. It's no, a, a staff. Is that what you, A scepter is, like, the full staff. This is, we call ourselves nerds and we're arguing over semantics of the word scepter. But a scepter can have lots of different tops, right? It's just like, uh, oh, it's referred to as Loki's scepter, I guess. But oh, okay. the point well, is, there we go. it's a giant walking stick. He's got a big rod, okay? Giant rod, and he puts his rod on people and he converts them to his side. That is, you know what? That is a powerful rod. I mean, I have encountered a rod or two like that. I mean, in my day where I was I just converted got out of a to the relationship side. with one and man oh man was it hard it's like a Rod um, Stewart um, so okay basically so, and then they, they escape with the Tesseract and then um, Agent Fury by the way he was wearing like a bulletproof vest so he was shot nothing happened and then he wakes up and he's like we gotta get out of here this whole place is gonna blow yeah so it's so like they're running from this place and the whole place implodes and is just falling, and they're driving as fast as they can to get out. Oh, by the way, there's this other agent there. I can't remember what her name is. Guess what? Hot, obviously. Uh, yeah, oh, this, by the way, when we're watching the movie, because we watch the movies live with our patrons, you're like, why are the women in superhero movies always so hot? And I just Always thought, so hot. Even the even the non-primary characters. Like yeah, because she's not girl. even... What I want to know is, like, does someone who's, like, deep in the Marvel Universe, because it's not... It's some other S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Maria Hill... Uh, does she have a deeper storyline in the comic books than we see in this? Because they sort of made her just the women. Are there ugly men? That's a fair point, Jarvis. There was one point where she has a sustained look at Captain America. Captain America walks by her when he's on the ship for the first time. And she's seeing Captain America for the first time. And she sees him and she's like, and I'm like, what, why are, what, who is this woman? Yeah. And so. Uh, she's obviously like a high up within the shield rank, but it seems like she's just a person, you know, working there. Uh, yeah. cause we don't really get, she seems to pop up in nowhere ship, but we don't really know her. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be a storyline, but anyways, this is how the whole fucking movie opens. Yeah. So it's like, holy shit. We are already off and running. With Shit's like, popping off. And then Fury's like, we're officially at war. And it's like. All right, let's do this. Let's fucking do it. So then we end up 
in Eastern Europe is the next kind of like scene after the the whole fiasco. We cut to a whole new world. And I got to be honest, Jess and I, when we got to this scene, we were both pretty amped. We were both. Oh, this is the scene I remember the most. Fucking Black Widow. This is one of the most memorable scenes. It's so fucking badass. Where she's tied to a chair. The second you see her again, you're, I mean, I was excited. Well, you're like, there she is. There's the girl from Iron Man 2. Who we briefly saw, you know, right at the end become a badass. And you're like, what's her deal? Here's what I want to say about this. Because, like, we open on this scene where she's, like, leaning off of a hole at the top of, like, a several-floor warehouse tied to a chair with three seemingly Russian guys who are basically being like, you're, uh... You're a spy. They're basically confronting her about stuff and being like, you're fucked, and sort of cornering her. And it really doesn't look good for her. What I want to say really quick, because I don't I don't know if I'll remember to say this, and it's a thought that's popped up twice, and I keep being like, I'm gonna save it, I'm gonna save it for the end of the when we talk about Avengers, but I'm just gonna say it now because I think it's important. If I were to have watched none of the other movies, and this is what upsets me, and also what excites me about her movie coming out on July 9th. If I were to have seen none of these previous movies before this, you know, Captain America, the two Iron Mans, etc. And I watched that movie and someone told me, hey, you know, you know that they have individual movies about all of the Avengers that you can watch to like to like feed into this movie. I would have assumed that, of course, there must be one about her. Like, I think it's problematic that it took this long, but it's whatever. Fucking annoying. So she's not tied to mention, up. Not to mention. She's so good in that character. It's fucking nuts. Like when people get mad when Scarlett Johansson's given roles, it's like fucking she's good. She's so good. She's great. Not to mention, why wouldn't you want to do a movie with just her? She's got star power. Yeah, it's like people love superheroes and there's people who probably don't care that much about superheroes that just want to see a hot woman fighting people. Yeah. Anyways. It's I want to see her fight people over Edward Norton. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, and I enjoyed it that, but I would definitely love to see her more. Yeah. So she's in this fucking precarious situation. We're going to take a break. We're going to see what's about to fucking happen with her right after this break. Okay, we're back. She's fucking, I would say against the wall, but she's literally being leaned over a thing, tied on a chair, threatened, and then... A phone call. A phone call comes, comes into in. one of these, you know, Russian one of the henchmen. Russians. He picks like, it up. And he's like, and then he speaks to the headhead guy. He's like, hey, uh, it's for her. Somebody wants to talk to her. Yeah, he it's, gets agent, on the phone and it's he's, agent Coulson, yeah. And Agent Coulson's like, I've got the entire place surrounded. I have with an F-22 bomber. I can have that whole place leveled before you even get outside. So put her on the phone. And he's like, okay. And he puts her on the phone and he like puts it under her ear and she's just sitting there and she's like, what? She's he's like, like holding it. Come in. She's like, I'm working right now. I'm in the middle of an interrogation and these guys are giving me everything. Yeah. And the Russian guy's looking and he's like, I did not give her everything. I don't give. Yeah. And, give. and by the way, before he had given her a lot of information. It is because he thought you were with so-and-so and And he like thinks that she's about like, cause they're probably like, she's going to die and like, whatever. Yeah. So it's just really funny with her. Like it's the serious moment. She's like, 
you need me to come in right now because she's tied. She's like tied up in a chair. And then she she fucking levels the room. Wait, wait, wait. The thing that got her to to come in. He's like, they got Hawkeye. And she was like, okay. Which is interesting because there's this ongoing that we'll we'll see. That's like this unspoken. Like, are they a thing? I don't know. We don't know. And and spoiler alert, by the end of this movie, we still don't know. Yeah, and by um, the end of several movies, we just movies, know we they're probably like won't a, know. A, a team in some capacity. They have some Do sort of connection. Do we want them to fuck? Yeah. Badly. I want to watch her fuck anyone. Yeah. Um, someone in the chat is saying Hawkeye has a family. Like that has ever stopped several women. She's a yeah. redhead. She's ruthless. Not not Yeah. Sane. We have no soul, redheads. Yeah. Um and then so then she like just beats everyone. Yeah, she else. like just like swings the chair around and is hitting them. She's like staying tied to the chair for a while to take down two of them then, and then smashes then out does of a it. flip and body body slams a dude, breaks open the chair. And then she just they're all knocked out. She's like still on the phone. Oh, that's the thing. She goes, "Hang on for a second. And then, oh, and she, then they show Colson on the other end of the line, just listening to not <laughs> pressed at all, by the way. He's just like, all right, she's doing her thing where she kicks everyone's ass. Cause that's what she does. Like he's not even a little bit like we, we better have fucking backup ready. And then she, she's like, okay. And starts talking to him and picks up her shoes and just calmly walks out. Walks out. Like, she's just wearing black pantyhose and starts walking out. I think one of the things I love the most about this scene is, you know, it's like, think about like when we're writing a character, like on our pilot, we're trying yeah. to like show you who someone is and not tell you who someone is. And I think this scene shows you almost everything you need to know about her. Like, yeah. It's a perfect scene of uh, her priorities, her capabilities, her level headedness. Like she's like a flawless character for me. Yeah. I mean, they really, they nail it. That's why I've been so excited for the Black Widow movie is like they just set her up so well. Like you want, you want to know more about her. You want to see her. And I know we talked about like, oh, that's kind of the thing. Is that like, oh, she's so mysterious. But like, I mean, they just, because look, nobody wants to hate Scarlett Johansson more than every woman who will never be as hot as Scarlett Johansson, a.k.a. me. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't. She's, ah. By the way, just so I you know, I, her, I saw her in person once years ago when I was in New York. I met her face to face. We're not. She's not tall. She's not tall. And she's not thin. She's no built like a normal human. No, it's like, okay, this is a real thing. And you guys can laugh at me because it's completely insane. But knowing what Scarlett Johansson is built like and then rewatching this movie, I looked up Scarlett Johansson's workouts because I'm like, oh, you could just like she's just in shape, but she's not. Like, we have this idea, and maybe not everyone cares, but, like, that as an entertainer, especially a woman on camera, you have to be super thin. Yeah. Oh, the camera adds 10 pounds. And it's like she, no, she looks amazing, and she's, like, a normal human. Yeah, normal. Looks, so, like, and it's remarkable how, how gorgeous she is. Yeah. Anywho, so she's walking out of there. She's on the phone with Coulson, and he's like, listen, uh, the shield needs you, needs your help. Um, we need you to go get the big guy. The big guy. That's what they say. We need you to get the big guy. And she's like, Which... ugh. Anywho. So did... we all know who the big guy is. Okay, I was gonna say, did you in this? Yeah. I obviously, did. I did, but I was like, yeah. So she tracks down, we get, well, not even tracks down. So the next scene we see is like, 
this little girl running through the streets of India. She runs in somewhere to like, oh, she's looking for a doctor. Please, my father. And she has like money in her hands and he's sick. And they're like, like these people. And there's a, there's a woman there going, you know, like a, I assume this is India. I don't know if they made it. Did they say India? It was India. There's a yeah. Southeast Asian woman. Like you shouldn't be any of these people are sick. And Bruce Banner turns around, which here's the thing. If like, I had the thought of obviously leading up to this movie, there was a bunch of press of like Mark Ruffalo is playing the Hulk. But if you just watch this, not knowing that Mm -hmm. this would have been so confusing. Yeah. Well, who the fuck is this guy? But he's like, oh, she's sick like these people. She takes him. She's like, please come to my house. So he's following this little girl. There's a point where he's like running through the streets with her. We see a big truck go by and he stops so that the truck can pass. But he also turns away like he is very much in hiding. Yeah. Runs into this house and the little girl just runs off and out comes fucking Scarjo. Scarjo. And it's like And he's like Well, well, well. You tricked me. Yeah. It's a very, very tense conversation. And he's like, How'd you find me? She's like, We never lost you. We never lost you, which is kind of like, oh, all I they we just we just gave you your space. You know what I mean? And he goes, Let me guess, like the whole building surrounded now. And she's like, no, it's just me. It's just you and me. And then at some uh, point he it, flips out on her. She pulls a gun that was strapped under the table. And, uh, and then she, and then there's this moment where he calms down and then, and then, and then she like, goes stand down and he's like, and he's like, Oh, oh just, so just we're not you alone. and me, huh? And he very reluctantly, but he like, is like, all right, I'll come in. Cause they basically, they need him to track down the Tesseract's radiation. He's the guy. So the Tesseract emits gamma radiation, I guess. And he's the expert in it. We know that. Uh, so he's being recruited to come in. And then we see Nick Fury on this like video conference with these, what seem like, seems like it's supposed to be government officials. I don't know if they're senators. It's or some what sort of council of, People who don't get their hands dirty, but make the decisions about other people. The Clintons, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of Clintons on different cameras. And they're going like, like, we need to proceed to phase two. Don't worry about this team that you're trying to put together. We need to proceed to phase, phase two. And he's like, and no, he- wars are run one with soldiers. We need soldiers. Yes. He's basically trying to convince them, like, this this team. This the Avengers team. Groupies is something is what needs to happen. But it's like, uh, he, he says the like wars are won with soldiers. We need soldiers. And we cut immediately to Steve Rogers in a fucking just gym beating the shit out of multiple punching bags. Yeah. Like we see he's him get pissed, going punch one him. and it flies off and he's got a bunch sitting there and he just restacks them. Cause like, as we saw, you know, previously he's just come out of this fucking 70 year coma. Mm hmm. He's fucking, yeah, that would be very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Fury's like, listen, we got a situation. Stark got the Tesseract off the floor um, after it fell out of the airplane. Um, long story short, bad guys have the Tesseract. Can you help us get it back? And he's like, ugh, fine. Because he's yeah. a fucking soldier. He he reports for duty, you know? He reports for duty. He's also well aware of the potential Power impact. Of the I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's seen this thing do some fucking damage. Um, so he's in. He's in. Then we and cut then- to the next person in the Avenger lineup, fucking Iron Man, Daddy, 
By the way, I was like, what is he doing? I forgot this part entirely. He's on the ocean floor with like a, um, a, a oh, he's like a, doing a tools soldering he's, torch. I don't know if that's what the word is, but he's doing underwater welding. Yeah. And he's like putting a thing in place. We see him like drop it. Like, I guess like, I guess it's some version of the arc reactor, yeah. like the thing in his chest. And he like, and then he fucking jets up out of the water flies over to his building. It's New York City. He, there's a huge skyscraper, and at the top of the size skyscraper, it says Stark in big letters. Stark. It's like big name on a giant, the tallest building in mm-hmm. the city. And then he comes in, pepper pots, looking uh, mucho cute. Oh, by the way, when he comes in, there's a whole, like, technology, like, oh, his yeah. house, like, undresses him from his suit. Yeah, and he, he just walks, walks in, and he's just slowly, himself. and it's like, <laughs> pulling, I mean, cool shit. The best. And it's a, it's clearly like he and Pepper Potts are supposed to like have a night. Like this is their night. It's, yeah. It's hangout night. This is his girl. We're going to do our thing. And then all of a sudden Agent Coulson shows up. Yeah. Oh, because like Jarvis is like uh, Agent Coulson's calling and he's like, I'm not available. He's like, he's very insistent. And then he's like, he has the phone and he's like, Jarvis, I don't want to talk to him. He's like, he's overridden the system. And he pretends to answer the phone and is like, this this is Tony Stark's real life answering blah, blah, blah. blah. And as he tries to do that, the elevator the door, door opens, opens up Ugh. and Coulson's right there. And also Tony is being like such a dick to him. Uh, but Pepper's being really sweet. She like uses agent Coulson's first name and he, Tony's like jealous. He's, I don't remember she, that. Yeah, she, yeah. No, she calls him Phil and Tony. Oh, that's funny. And Tony says, uh, his first name is agent. <laughs> um, that's funny. I don't remember that. So he, yeah, it was really funny because it was this moment of, like, you have nothing to worry about. You're the billionaire Tony Stark. She's also emotionally attached to you for a variety of things, for a variety of reasons, which mostly probably comes down to some sort of trauma bonding as your personal assistant for years. But he's trying to just be like, no, I'm not interested, fucking whatever. And Pepper Potts is like, hey, like, it's, come on. Yeah. Go save the The day, power of the pussy. Go save the day. That's. Right. He agrees. They take off. The next scene, they're in this helicopter being transported. And it's uh, Coulson standing with Captain America, like, fanboying. Yeah. Just, oh, man, so great to have you on board. <laughs> then cut to Loki. He's got, he has now. Um, he's got his, he's, he's has a whole office space now. And he has Dr. Studio. Selvig working for him, building this thing. We don't know what he's building, but it's something involving the Tesseract and all this thing is going on. And then all of a sudden, um, uh, Loki's sitting there and Loki like has this like mind melt where he like transfers into the other realm where the, the bad guys are the, what are they called? The, Chitari, Chitari, and they're like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I've got this." Blah blah blah. You'll see what's gonna happen. They're basically like wanting updates from him. They're Mm -hmm. like, "What's the fucking holdup? Where's the goddamn power thing? Mm -hmm. The tesseract, you know?" And they're like, "Listen, you better fucking do this." Or it's very like this is the alien version of the mafia. Like, we're gonna have a fucking problem if you don't deliver this tesseract. Um, But they don't sound like that at all. Alien mafia. They're like, "We are gonna have it." We're gonna have a. I can't remember what the we need. Like. We need a tesseract. I don't know either. Um, I don't remember. But he like it's the situation of very confrontational, and all of a sudden he like snaps back into his body on Earth, like, and his face is very much like, uh oh, we gotta get, gotta get popping. Yeah. So 
Next scene, Captain America, Banner, Black Widow. They all meet up. Okay, uh, they're being led by Coulson. They all get to this heli 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 carrier. We just think it's an aircraft carrier. We don't know what it's capable of yet, but it eventually flies. Um, oh yeah, because they're on. Uh, it's it looks like a it's like a boat. Right? It's a boat. It's floating at first. It's like the like you uh yeah heli carrier. If you don't know, imagine the. Have you ever seen Top Gun? Yeah. It's like the exactly thing where like the planes that. land in the water. And there's a point where uh, Black, was it Black Widow or is that other agent girl says, you guys better get somewhere where a, uh, Black Widow undercover. says that. She's like, we better get somewhere where it's going to be easier to breathe. It's about to get really hard to breathe. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Banner goes like, like Captain America goes, is this thing a submarine? And Bruce Banner's like, Seriously, like they think submerging me and a pressurized in cylinder container is a good idea. Is a good idea, and then all of a sudden it's fucking Starts lifting out of the water. Like what in the fuck? And then you see, you see. I mean, you're seeing this thing like magically come up, and there's like crazy shots of. First yeah, of all, I, mean, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know if it was sinking or going up in the air. I couldn't remember, but I was just like, holy shit, I don't know what's happening. But all I can think is, I don't, we, we didn't say it, but in the scene where um, Fury meets up with Captain America for the first time, he's like, shit's about to get crazy. You're not going to believe what you see. And uh, and um, yeah. Captain America's like, I bet you $10. Anyways, so of course Captain America's brain is exploding because he's watching yeah. a ship come out of the water and fly. He's from the 40s. Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Um, and Bruce Banner is like, immediately he's getting to work, hunting down. We've got to find the the source of the... Like, he's, he's trying to track where the gamma radiation is because if you find the big source, that's where you're going to find, uh, you know, the Tesseract. We're going to take a break. He's working with Black Widow. When we come back, shit's going to get pretty crazy. We're on the hunt for this test. Rack, we'll the, right the grossest thing in all of the Marvel movies that I've seen happens when we come back. Okay. We're back. They're on the hunt for the gamma radio. We cut to, we, now we go back to Loki and Hawkeye who are talking and Hawkeye is like giving him the down low of, of what's necessary. And he's like, I needed an, I need a distraction and an eyeball. And I'm like, eyeball. What? Yeah. Then they go back, um, to Coulson bragging to Captain America about his fucking, um, card collection, his trading card collection, which is funny because previously I don't. I don't remember who said to him, they're like, oh, did he mention his card collection to you yet? I don't remember if that was, was that Black Widow? I think it was, I think it was Maria. This is the fucking problem. Oh with- no, it was, it was, it was Black Widow. Anywho. Oh, hot okay, girl. I was like, am I confusing all the women? How Coulson One of the hot chicks. I'm a misogynist, I guess. Okay. And so while yeah, this and then- is happening, an alert comes through. They found a, a face ID. Cause, oh, by the way, I love the scene when they were like, we're scanning all computers, all cameras, anyone who has any kind of device. If we can see through it, we'll find, you know, his face, basically. And I'm just like, oh, great. You know, big brother. Government is really. Yeah, basically. Everything. And they do. They pick up uh, They pick up some signals. They pick up his face. They find his face. Stuttgart. And they, he's in Stuttgart, Germany. And they're like, why the fuck is he in Stuttgart, Ju- Germany? You just called it. Ju- you've twice in a row, you called it Germany. <laughs> Germany. Stuttgart, Germany. Germany. Um, okay, so Loki, 
Loki goes into this swanky museum. With that, his group of sort of people that he's, you know, controlling. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. And then he's in a suit. uh, He looks very hot. And then, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, why am I blanking on his name? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He goes somewhere else. Hawkeye goes, goes to some laboratory. Yeah, and he's like boop, 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 trying to like clearly boop, boop, boop. like it's like and then takes vaults breaking into of some that like sort. opens up and like pro- it's I don't know what it is, but it's like projecting onto like what would be like a security keypad, and then yeah, and they're there to get something to do with the tesseract, something that will like enhance the tesseract. Anyway, Loki like mainlines through this like group of people in the museum there's a swanky party he takes a dude slams him on some sort of ancient greek tablet lays him out takes out this huge device puts it on his eyeball and then it cuts out his eyeball and i mean the whole fucking museum screaming everyone's running the guy's body's like shaking and then it stops because he's dead yeah and like we see on the other end where Hawkeye is like a scanning and it's like, boop, 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 it's approved. filling in an eyeball. So he's now bro- broken into where, wherever this thing that he needs to get is located. They've used his eyeball. And then Loki of course transforms into, he starts to walk out of the museum. Oh, by the way, I think we're getting iridium to stabilize. Um, they needed something to stabilize the Tesseract. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was iridium. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's the captions, man. I got to turn off the captions. No, no, no. I needed Uh, the captions to find that out. Well, God damn it. Anyways, he walks out. Loki walks out. He's like now in the process of walking. He's gone from suit to full Loki outfit with like weird horns. And he's got his. He looks uh, like a Roman soldier. Scepter. Or a Greek god. I mean, Loki's hot. I don't know Mm -hmm. how else to say this. Yeah, Loki's like He can get it. But every villain has the stupidest outfits. Like, they're just mm-hmm. like, it looks like a costume that Lady Gaga rejected for one of her tours. Truly. He walks out and there's like a group of people that he, you know, is now like, ah, I'm taking over, you know, and is is basically trying to get this whole group of people who have, you know, run and been terrified and like, what the fuck is going on? He, he tells them to like bow and kneel before him. And is, he's saying this thing about how humans want to be led and like, you need a leader. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's you're all he basically is just like, you're all fucking cheap. And then there's one old man who stands up and he's like, I'm not afraid of you. There's always guys like you. And he's like, there's no one like me. He's like, mm, yeah, there are. Yeah, there is. This they is always Germany. come through. And then, um, yeah, that's so true. Which is also like, wait, why is he speaking English? Was he speaking English? Well, was Loki speaking was speaking English. English, but it was so it was a German guy. He had to speak English back to. To Loki, because he's like, oh, these fucking Americans with their stupid hats and their um, English. And then uh, <laughs> he's, he's Loki's like, about to obliterate this old guy, and then Captain America to the rescue. Yeah, he like Captain America drops in front of this old guy and deflects whatever fucking Loki, Loki is trying to shoot at him. And he and then Captain America does his monologuing where he's like, the last time I was in Germany, there was a man standing over people, and it didn't end well. Yeah, and it's like fucking black widow iron man show up right and Uh it's just like you're not it's it's basically like a not today satan moment and they have him they get him yeah he got got yeah and it seems like pretty easy which is kind of crazy they too easy get him too easy yeah and then they're up in a helicopter and like all of a sudden there's lightning 
and Loki looks really uncomfortable. And, yeah, because uh, they they had captured him in a small helicopter. Not that not to be confused with the helicarrier, which they are of course heading. They're back in, to yeah, they're heading to there. And then the um, I think it was oh yeah, the thunder. America. He's like, oh what? You can't handle a little lightning. Yeah, because Loki is visually like disturbed. Uh-huh. Like uh, I didn't know why. Thunder. I forgot this entire part. I was like, wait, you didn't you? The thunder didn't make you think no. of Thor. The thunder. thunder didn't make no, you think he's of like, oh, are you afraid of lightning? And he's like, I'm not afraid I'm of the like, lightning. I'm, I'm afraid, afraid of what of comes what after follows. it. That's which when is I, funny because I knew. But like it? before that, I didn't equate lightning with Thor. But then I heard I that. just <laughs> no, I just had a silent moment of thinking about like, wait, but isn't it normally don't you hear it first? Which is not true. Uh, um, you can there's a have you heard that thing about yeah, you can tell how far, how far away, away when you hear it by how many you seconds it. you see it um, when you hear it. You see it, and then you count seconds. And yeah, and that's how far it is away. That's how many miles it is away, which who knows if that's fucking accurate, but whatever. Thor shows up. Uh, and Did I ever tell you that my house got hit by lightning? What? No. Yeah, my house. The one the house that you came to in Michigan got hit by lightning. When? Um, like, like years before or recently? Years before. Like when I was a kid. What happened? Did it catch on fire? No, it, it fucking... It like... It basically fried the the brick, the face of the brick off of our house. Christ on the yeah. cracker. And by the well, way, at least it didn't fry you. You it is. You hear the crack and you see the light. It is very close together when it hits the house. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. when it's close, it's fucking. Yeah, yeah. the sound I'll, and I'll the light were right next to each other. So that whole how far it is away is true. Did, and and did. Thor show up or yeah he showed up he fucked me yeah I mean I was 12 yeah. but it felt good that explains so much mm-hmm. uh he just fucked so me Thor- with his hammer too it's like pretty good that's why I have such a big pussy just really just it's one of the galaxies now it's one of the nine universes <laughs> nine galaxies what is it I don't know nine realms nine I got a realm my pussy's one of the realms there's uh I was going to try to name them and then just go Pussifus, but I don't know. Pussifus so he works. snatches Loki and then Iron Man's like, ah, motherfucker. I got to go get him. Yeah. So Iron Man speeds off mm-hmm. and then Captain America's like, well, I suppose I should back him up. And Thor has Loki in, and Thor's basically being like, I'm going to take care of this. I, uh, yeah, he's well, my prisoner. For- yeah, yeah. And so Thor and Loki land somewhere where they're like having a very like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't go get that Tesseract. You're trying to, um, you know, you have evil intentions, yada, yada, yada. And Loki's basically like, oh, he, I, I'm the outcast and fuck you and you're a pussy and all this shit that we kind of saw like snippets of in Thor. Of the, they're, yeah, they're Thor and Lokiing is basically what mm-hmm. they're doing. Brotherly-ish love. There's, I mean, there's a serious, like, harm on its way to the universe, and they're having a petty argument. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Iron Man shows up, immediately tackles Thor. Yeah. Like, fuck you for taking this prisoner away from us. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows Loki can't go anywhere because he doesn't have a scepter. But does he know that? That's the thing is, like, you don't know, you don't fucking know who this guy I guess. is or I what don't know. he's capable of. Like, that's really confident to just, like, yeah. completely release the That's prisoner. a really good point. But they are fucking. It's it is a Iron brutal Man and battle. Thor are like yeah. going at it. It's oh, I love the part when Thor summons the lightning and then he shoots it at Iron Man, and then all of a sudden Jarvis is like, 
we're at 400%. And so it made him stronger. And he's like, look at that. And then he does the chest beam thing. And it's like the strongest chest beam he's ever had. And like Thor gets thrown like across the forest. Yeah. It's like, I I mean, it's like chef's kiss level Mm. of fucking fighting. And then of course, uh, Oh, Captain America shows up and he's like, stop fighting. Yeah, and then he's Thor's, and then Captain America goes, "I'm gonna need you to put down the hammer." And then, and then uh, Iron Man is like, "You don't wanna, you don't wanna do that. Uh, you don't wanna tell him that he really likes that hammer." And he's like, Ooh. "And then Thor and runs Ka- at Captain America with the hammer, and he like fucking the hammers the shield, but the shield is vibranium, so it sends out massive shockwaves and levels everything in the forest. Yeah, it levels everything in the forest, and that." is I think where we're gonna cut this episode off yeah like that's I mean that's a lot that's that is first happened. of all not only not only is that a lot oh by the way and Loki was like way too amused because somebody oh, yeah. beat his brother's ass yeah because it's like like forget about his situation and being this prisoner of of who at this point he was taken from the government taken by Thor and he of course he's not happy to see Thor who would be so it's you know he has this brotherly like hatred going on so Mm -hmm. seeing even if it is like these people are both my enemies seeing the person who's like your dearest enemy Mm -hmm. getting fucked up Mm -hmm. uh, oh there is a little sweet sweet bliss Loki came, came a little bit in his space pants oh for sure and also as a viewer it's like, okay, if you're going into this going, oh, the Avengers, it's they all come together for the greater good. You're like, what in the fuck is happening? Captain America's barking orders at Iron Man. Iron Man's like, um, like Iron Man's real snarky with Captain America all the time so far. He's really and, snarky with everyone. And then Thor is like, like a rogue. It's like, we're not even, this isn't even assembled. And like, what the fuck is happening? And now they've maybe blown themselves to smithereens. I love it. Do people say smithereens anymore? They should. Um, Smithereens is a real. Did I ever tell you the time about uh, when I was in college, there were two homeless guys fighting and then a third homeless man comes in and stands between the two guys. And he's like, come on, man. You guys both need to chill. Someone's going to blow a gasket and blow us all to smithereens. (laughs) That man is an angel. Mm hmm. He just used lots of catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, blow a gasket. So funny. Blow it. I blew a gasket. So yeah, look, we're gonna stop here. Fucking, where did everyone go? Is Loki gonna get away? You probably already know if you're listening to this podcast. You've probably seen this movie a hundred times. The point is, we're stopping there. Chaos oh wait, one, really? One a really good line that I loved. Um, you, I don't know if you caught the reference. Um, but. Uh, Stark goes by Thor and he's like something something he's like what all right all right point break we get it I heard everyone we so you guys already know we watch these movies live with patrons at the silver sickle level or higher that's tier two or higher patreon.com slash you the nerds I'll never stop plugging it just join us it's a cool crew everyone lost their mind at that and I don't get it so, so I think we might have to why is there something we need point to watch? break as a movie with keanu reeves and val kilmer and um val kilmer's very blonde with shaggy hair in it just like thor so that was, oh. that was a fun scene that's uh oh patrick swayze fun. sorry why does instead val of kilmer? val whatever kilmer, close I enough don't... patrick swayze 
close enough. Uh, well, a lot of people would disagree, mostly. Totally, but yeah, Val Kilmer, who's both still very alive popular, and looks at the terrible. Time, so, yes. Uh, so that's where we leave off. We will be doing a palate cleanser after this of Airplane, which we've talked about among the Patreon group to no end. So we're finally going to watch Airplane. But before that, you'll hear the second half of this episode next week, followed by a fun Airplane palate cleanser because we got to mix it up. We've gotten to the, this is phase one, uh, which will come to a close with our next episode, the second half of the Avengers. Still so much more to come. We love you guys. Make sure you're following us at Two Filthy Nerds. If you want to support the podcast more, you know what to do. We've said it a, mil- a million times. Go to Patreon. Also, won't cost you a dime to join the Facebook group, Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds. Lots of fun stuff going on in there. Go over there. We'll see you next time. Bye, nerds. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>